News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, retailers across Dublin are facing threats, intimidation and assaults every single day. That's according to ex-Garda Inspector Tony Galler, who says the situation has become an epidemic. Uh, he was made those comments to the Irish Mirror. Uh, he now works as a risk security and event manager with Ashtree Risk Group. And Tony Gallagher joins us now. Uh, Tony, just kind of outline what you have seen uh, in Dublin city centre. Yes, good morning, Shane. Morning. Um, and, and what I would say is it, it's not solely my take on it. It's the take of the retail employers that I've been dealing yeah, with. Sure. So, yeah, so what we have is we, we have a combination of factors there that's in, in you know, escalating this problem. So you have um, the people who are begging outside the shops, and there's an undercurrent to that. You have uh, gangs of teenagers who descend on a store and take as much uh, stock as they can, and uh, and together then with any of the other antisocial issues. But what I would say really is that the causes of this is that the national strategy needs to change in relation to housing because they've talked about settled appropriate accommodation. But what you have is an intensification of hostels in the city centre. And that's not proportionate to settled appropriate accommodation. Yeah, it's interesting because you, I, I think you do see a lot more antisocial behaviour in Dublin city centre than you do in other European city centres. And the response from people is always, yeah, well, they push their problems out to the suburbs. Um, yeah. Like, is there a danger in, 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 in what you're saying? And I, I absolutely accept the point. I think there is an over-intensification. But if you, if you push them out to the suburbs, are you just transferring the problem to there? Yeah, and, and I suppose nobody's talking about pushing them out either, and we we need to have a humane approach to it, and I'm all in favour of that as well. I mean, the article is quite robust, but I certainly have a compassionate side to me. And the human appeal that I would say is in relation to people who decide to give money to people um, uh, uh, who are begging is to assess the person that you're giving the uh, money to, are there obvious signs of poverty? Are there worn out clothes, shoes, etc.? Because when they do give money to uh, these people, they're contributing to their addiction problems, be it uh, drink and drugs. And there's some of them earning up to €200 Euro, um, a day yield out of this. Do you, think, what, is that, so, do you think they actually are making that much out of it? They are, yes, because what's happening, um, Shane, is they're coming into the retail shops and to the restaurants and they're looking to convert their coins to cash. And that's the amounts that you're talking about in some instances, not all instances, yeah. of course. Uh, tell us about some of the things you have seen, because uh, I know you uh, working now in, in security. In fact, I think you were threatened yeah. yourself in, in, in Dublin City Centre. Yeah, that's right. So, what I mean, typically kind of my role is um, we're dealing with um, retailers and part of my work is I'm evaluating and carrying out risk assessments at each premises and in doing so um, I've spotted theft myself occurring and being civic minded have tried to do something about it Um, and then to be physically threatened myself on three occasions I can say um, in different parts of the city. Mm. And so th- what I'm saying is, Shane, I suppose, is there's an undertone to the begging and what the, 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 the customer who is begging will present a very nice, friendly image to the person who they desire to get the yield of. But um, if that doesn't happen, 
and, or if the staff member is trying to transact their business and trying to open their store and trying politely yeah. to move them on, they're threatened, you know. Is it a nightmare running a, a, a shop or any kind of uh, business open to the public in Dublin city centre? Are you just do you just have to expect grief? Mm-hmm. Does that come with the territory? No, I don't. I don't think it should have to come to. Oh the no, territory. I'm not saying it should, but uh, yeah. But does it come with the territory? It comes with it, but it shouldn't have to come with it. And there should be um, support to to help um, more the, the, so the businesses. But what happens? What seems to be happening is is that there's a passive. Um, indifference to begging and everything that that brings brings and what we need to do is place the emphasis on the people who are creating employment and are, who are entitled to go about their their day in a peaceful way and enjoy the day okay now i don't want to i don't want to criticize uh, Gardy because i i think they have an yeah. impossible job to do and I, I i think it's a really really difficult job in in, in any of our city centers but, you know, is there a need for more guardy on the streets? Should they be more proactive? Like, it always amazes me when I see a gang of youths going around on bikes and stuff. Like, I always, that shouldn't be allowed to happen. They should be broken up and told, you know what, you're not going down the middle of the road, you know, on 10 bikes. Yes. That's just not, like, could the guards be doing more or do you think their hands are tied? I, I think the, the the guards are doing their best. Um, the legislation is not robust enough to... Uh, give them the extra bit of power that they need because um, they have to wait until the behaviour changes. The, the point where you mentioned about groups of cyclists and the apprehension that that brings in a city centre environment, that's, that's, that's one set of circumstances. If the same group were gathered out at um, a beach or a beach area for social recreation, that's another behaviour issue. So I do think in the context of where the gathering is, I do think that that the Criminal Justice Public Order Act 2011 needs to be um, have a few add-ons to give the guards uh, more power to deal with the situation. Okay, all right. Uh, Really interesting uh, to talk to you. Ex-Guard Inspector uh, Tony Gallagher, now Risk Security and Event Manager with Ash3 Risk Group. Thank you for talking to us. I have to say, I agree with Tony. I think we have given up our city centre uh, ordinary decent people have kind of given up the city centre uh, I, I like I regularly walk home that way you've heard me saying it loads of time in the show the amount of antisocial behaviour whether it's drug dealing people screaming into phones about their drug deal that hasn't happened people urinating or I, I, it must be a nightmare to work in a shop in the city centre yeah it must be and you know uh the guards can't be everywhere all no, the time they can't. and that's why you know Maybe it's not an easy Maybe more guards on the street though. Yeah, I mean it's not an easy answer, but we have to look at what's underlying all this and it, it, that requires an awful lot more money and effort to tackle, but that's the, that's the that's the secret. That's the, what's going to Yeah, in the long term, in the short term though, I think we need to clean up the streets. They did it in New York, I think we can do it in Dublin. Rudy five, Giuliani. Yeah, 5 three, well, yeah, <laughs> 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. Let us know what you think. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.